0: I still think you know the problems can only be solved as by men, by us changing, you know, by us focusing for the better, because I think it starts within, you know, because like I say, it's purpose. Purpose for me, I think I can say it's the deal breaker you know for substance you know in humanity because if you focus on your purpose you have substance in as much you might not be good like for me i'm not a good speaker i know but substance will take you far purpose will take you far people want to engage with purpose people want enlightenment.
1: welcome to the enrichment project path to purpose recorded by the mad talent at solid gold podcast (laughs) Is a series of unfiltered and insightful conversations with some of the most remarkable purpose-driven human beings who have all achieved, created, inspired, triumphed or challenged and we have a great deal to learn from them. It is a quest to uncover and articulate the steps along the way to help you on your own journey of purpose. I am your host Richard Wright and I am delighted to have you with me Thank you for the gift of your time. Let's dive straight in. Welcome everyone to another uh, episode. Today I'm really delighted to have an artist that I admire greatly. One of those people you see the art and immediately you're attracted to it. Some of the most evocative art pieces I think I've ever seen. South African contemporary artist, his name is Greatjoy. And uh, Greatjoy, welcome to the show.
0: Thank you. Thank you for hosting me.
1: Great. Obviously, the first thing I wanted to, to know is the great joy. Where, where did the great joy name come from?
0: The great joy name is my second name in my birth certificate. So I was, <laughs> I, I come from a Christian family. So, you know, the story of Christ. When Christ was born, there's, there's a section in the Bible where it says there was great joy in the house of the Lord. So that's where the name comes from.
1: Oh, I love that. So the full name is Njibulo yeah. Great Joy Nglovu, right? Yeah. And you were born in uh, Bulawayo, Zimbabwe?
0: Yeah, I was born in Bulawayo, Matabele Land.
1: Matabele Land. And, and tell me the inspiration for art. I know it started quite young, right? You went to go and study art straight mm. from school. Where it' that very first idea of, I want to create, I want to be an artist, I want to draw? How old mm. were you when that first started?
0: From my primary times, you know, when I was at school, you know, primary school. Mm -hmm. So, you know, motivation, which was around me, was so huge. You know, I was a top student when it comes to doing drawings and stuff. So by the time, after finishing up my primary school, I went to a boarding school. So that boarding school was uh, mainly, you know, an art school, Siren High in Machere and South. So there we had like uh, national monuments, murals and stuff. So my love for art grew, you know, time to time. That's brilliant. You know, because I was excelling in my studies, you know, when it comes to visual interpretation of my surroundings.
1: Visual interpretation of your surroundings, I love that. And uh, so, tell me, and and your parents were they both when you were tiny? Did they provide you things to draw with and encourage you from that point of view?
0: Yeah, they did. But when I was, you know, starting to mature, I was. You know, my teens started to discourage me because they didn't think that anyone can make a living out of it.
1: I love that. So that's why you, are, <laughs> that, no, that is why I wanted <laughs> you on the show. Because there are going to be so many people that are listening to this, so many people that are watching yeah. this. And that idea is, so for me, I have to throw this in here. In fact, I've just realized this. Yeah. So when I was at high school, standard six and standard seven, so that's now grade eight and grade mm. nine. I got the top marks in my school for both standards, for art and industrial art. Yeah. But ask me if I took art to matric? No. Why? Mm. Because my parents mm. said, son, <laughs> there's no money in art. We need you to take mm. math, science, biology, geography, because those are the things that you yeah. need an engineer, a doctor, accountant. That's where the money mm. is. So I didn't even take art, but yet it was my best subject. So I totally yeah. get that. And, uh, and that yeah. argument, how did that argument end?
0: was hectic because, you know, the idea of job security was, you know, their prime position when it came to, you know, child development because I was also good in accounting and stuff. I wasn't good in language, but I was good in accounting and art. that was weird because I remember I wrote uh, Cam- Cambridge exams. Yes. So my combination at A level was accounting uh, business studies, geography and art, which was a weird combination a because weird I, didn't combination. <laughs> wow. I didn't want to live out art. I didn't want to live out art of yes. my curriculum, which was weird for so many and also for my family because they didn't see me as an artist. They didn't see me as a visual artist. Right. But you no, know, the passion which was within me, you know, was leading me, you know, to the right direction, which is my purpose. Right. Because I think as a child, when you're still figuring out your purpose, It all goes to self, you know, self-introspection. And self-introspection was something which I, you know, which I really honored because I didn't see myself, you know, at an office space or white-collar job. I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to share my views and my passion with the world. And I've been fortunate to have some success, to experience some success in this, which is something I'm grateful for.
1: So a couple of things i want to touch on then yeah number one is i know that in your culture children are wealth yeah so our children need to go and do something that they can bring some money or send money back home right yeah so now my child now my child wants to go and do this art thing and there's going to be no Mm -hmm. money coming back so that's that's (laughs) massive right that's huge yeah and then Uh, another thing that you touched on and that is that you as a child you're battling to find your purpose Man, there are people mm. that are older than me, and I'm 50, that haven't found their purpose mm. yet. Mm. There are a lot. So for you to find that thing so early on uh, is amazing for mm. me. But the question I want to ask you, and we, we, we're really going to delve into the meaning that you put into your art. And mm. tell me why I, I – I, in fact, I'd, I'd like you to tell me – why i found your art so evocative when i first saw your pictures and i started following you on instagram what was that what are you putting into your art that would make me relate to it
0: i think being authentic and honest plays a big role in creation you know you can feel like you know i I always believe that art is spiritual right yes um in as much as it's spiritual you know, to you as an artist, to you, the creator, is a spiritual also to the viewers, right? The viewers see things in a different way and they articulate the works in a different way. And the other thing is when I create some of these works, I want them to create dialogue. I want to engage with the viewers. I want the viewers to find a meaning, to find something to relate to my work, you know, whether it's positive or negative. But the most important thing is honesty. Honesty must play a big role when on the process of creation,
1: So so tell me then, what is inside of you that needs to come out and is expressed? Tell me about that journey.
0: The time I moved to South Africa, right? Mm -hmm. I was coming from a country where there was recession, you know, and it's still now, Zim is still not economically fit, right? Right. So, you know, there was a lot of change, and my experience is seeing a lot of people in the job exhibit, people around, some of them come from the same country, You know, their struggles, I see them every day. Even now, my studio is in Jobek. You know, you see a lot of people struggling. There's a lot of things happening. There's, you know, there's Afrophobia, there's Xenophobia. You know, there's a lot of things happening, you know, in the city, you know. So, like, my work particularly focuses on emotion and motion. And this is what I'm passionate about. And this is what I want to express out there, you know. And I try to emphasize on the idea of the human form you know the anatomy the expression the reflex movements which i portray in my work is it's the expression of like frustration and stuff so i'm passionate about anatomy and emotion
1: and motion basically you've made it this far probably because the topic resonated with you If you're wondering what the show is all about, listen to the trailer at the start of the season and find out how this show is going to help you along your own path to purpose. You've stumbled on a project that is all about purpose. Find out why the guests are all so vastly different, but yet all have so much in common. Hop on board this journey with me, follow the Enrichment Project so that you don't miss out on a single episode and share it with, well, everyone. We are all looking for more meaning in our lives. If the show speaks to your identity or the identity of your brand, consider sponsoring a season. Let's make the circle bigger. Back to the episode and thanks for listening. So, I mean, I just have to look at that piece behind you yeah. and I can just see the expression in those five faces. Oh, on the oh back this wall guy. behind you. <laughs> yes. Tell me about that. <laughs>
0: So this is on my current series, uh, titled Chain of Command. So Chain of Command is a continuation from a series which I did last year, uh, which was titled Conversations of a Man. So Conversations of a Man and Chain of Command, it's, it's basically about our identity as human beings, you know, because in as much as we're different, we share the same aspects of life. We get frustrated. We're passionate. We wanna go out there and you know change the world for the better. There's a lot of things, especially from my side. I look, I look at things, you know, from a positive, uh, standard point, you know, because I want to do my part. I wanna improve. I wanna uh, also improve other people's lives. I also wanna do you know outreach programs, I also wanna engage with positive people alike. This is what I'm passionate about. That's why sometimes I affiliate myself with organizations who are focusing on the on on the, on the good side of life, you know, in terms of helping people like SOS Children's Village, Operation Smile, sometimes we do campaigns and stuff. So basically you know, what I am as an individual also comes out through my work. That's why sometimes, for sure. you know, I, I get a lot of people being connected to my work without me justifying or explaining to them what it means. Correct. Because I want the work to speak for itself.
1: And, and you get that right. I mean, that's, that's my experience. Um, and there's very little, of, yeah, no, sure, if you get it right. And there's very little of your work that doesn't speak to me. And I, yeah. that, you know, and, and I feel, I literally can mm. feel the emotion in the work, and that is the most amazing thing for me. Mm. So I know that the, the previous collection, it, it's to a large extent, it's conversations about men and the mindset of generations of men, and it's um, the challenges incurred by men in society. Can we go there a little bit?
0: So that the inspiration behind that is, especially in this country in South Africa, you know, the the high rates of gender-based violence.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh. So in as much as there's high levels of gender-based violence, I still think you know the problems can only be solved as by men by us changing, you know, mm. by us focusing for the better. For sure. Because I think it starts within, you know. Because, like I said, purpose purpose for me, I think I can say it's the deal breaker. You know, for substance, you know, in humanity, because if you focus on your purpose, you have substance in as much you might not be good. Like for me, I'm not a good speaker, I know, but substance will take you far. Purpose will take you far. People want to engage with purpose. People want enlightenment. So it's either it's in sports or it's in the, you know, in art or anything, but the power of purpose is what's important. And I think something which is a catalyst to gender based violence. Is also purpose. I think so many people are unemployed. So many sure. people are lost. You know, the substance abuse. People drink a lot. You know, even relationships. Sometimes people meet at the pubs, and it's subjective. But there's a lot of problems, especially you know, involving the development of us as men. I think there's a lot to be changed. That's why I think we need more seminars, more skills enrichment. There's a lot of things which need to be done, especially on the ground rules, You know, impoverished areas
1: yeah it's exactly that in terms of what i see in your art but i want to stop you there for a second and say that you're telling me that you're not a good speaker and i'm going to tell you that you're a brilliant speaker because uh, your art speaks I'm for you. i'm not that you. eloquent no, no no your art is unbelievably eloquent and your art speaks for you <laughs> that that's your voice so it's just to think okay, about speaking yeah. differently speaking isn't about um, what comes mm-hmm. out of your mouth speaking is about your actions speak for you your art speaks for yeah. you and i think to a large extent with, with 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 men and society and the violence it doesn't matter how how nicely you can speak and it doesn't matter how nice things look on the outside your actions speak for themselves you know and and mm. that's the powerful part and yours speak for you so so tell me this the question i've got for you so you're a zimbabwean and you're living in South Africa, yeah. and you're making a living in South Africa. Have you been affected at all by the xenophobia? And are you looked at as an outsider, or have you been accepted? Is, there, is I know that's a big thing going on, and has been for a while.
0: Yeah. When I was starting out my career, you know, there were glimpses of aprophobia here and there. But, you know, as I cemented my name, somehow it vanished away. You know, everyone just sees me as... You know, as a local, some of them, they don't even, they don't even recognize me as a Zimbabwean. They see me as a local because I'm Ndebele, right? So Ndebele, it's more close to Zulu. You know, it's, it's more, yeah. it's Nguni. So I can speak, you know, local vernacular languages. So, so it's not a problem. It's not a big problem. So, uh, at this moment, I know i can't say i've been affected with uh, you know xenophobic stance
1: i think the other part of that is you're not taking jobs away which is a big thing and you're not you know you know because look what you do you do something that is so different and i think what you're doing is that is it's unifying actually at the end of the day and it's representative of culture
0: but I also believe that the, that the idea of, you know, uh, local citizens saying people take jobs away from them. I think it's just propaganda. No, there's no such thing. I think there's, there's, there's room for everyone for sure. to flourish, right? You come up with ideas. You've got a skill. You've got X, Y, Z. Like, for instance, I can give you like an example as a visual artist right now. I, I know so many local visual artists who are struggling financially, who have been struggling to cement their name, but it's not about. You being a local, right? It's about knowledge. It's about looking for that knowledge at the same time. Because sometimes people get comfortable because I'm black and South African. I need to get X, Y, Z. No, it's not about that. I think it's about looking for knowledge and to keep on working on yourself to improve, right? So, because it's all about sure. improvement. It's all about, like what I was saying, substance. Yeah. substance. No, is I happy. agree
1: with you there. Same for me as a speaker. Um, you know, there, there's so many arguments as to why you're not going to make it. There's so many speakers out there, but at the end of the day, it's all about you. And it's about how you practice and how you get better and how you watch mm. other people and how you get more in touch with your own, as you said it, mm. your own authenticity. So that when you stand up there, you're being authentic. Mm. If you were trying to emanate another artist, if you were trying mm. to be something mm. that you're not, chances are you wouldn't mm. have got to where you are right now. It's not going to work Exactly. So mm. your authenticity, definitely. It just, so, so. In terms of setting this up in this conversation and the notes that I've written down, I, I called you a soul painter because that's what I see in your work is soul. You're a soul brother. There, there, there's so much soul yeah. and so much of this.
0: I'm always uh, asked the same questions over and over again by art lovers. They always ask me, um, what's happening in your life? They always want to know what's happening in my life because the reflection of my art you know, somehow it, it raises eyebrows. Like, people want to know the, you know, the backstory of whatever I create. Like, there must be something special behind every piece, you know? So, yeah. they want to know. So, like, for instance, I've been asked before, um, are you sad? Are you, are you angry? Are you are experiencing you a angry? difficult time in your life? You yeah. know, I, because the, your work is not about celebration. Your work is about, um, what you call it it's about reflection right so there's a lot of reflection involved in my work but now that reflection is in as much as an as an individual right i i always see people around me so i need to reflect around my surrounding what's happening and reflect the contemporary times that's why we call it contemporary art so contemporary artists depict contemporary times modern times modern stories you know using their own individual ability you know, to create something authentic and something which holds aesthetic values, because also aesthetics also play a huge part. You know, in terms of, you know, appreciation in art.
1: Yeah, no, I, I totally yeah. get that. So for me, as yeah. a um, as a cancer survivor, uh, the best mm. the best way I can describe what you've just described, and maybe that is a good link here, is that um, sitting in an oncology ward and you are there for hours with you know, having chemotherapy. Um, and although I was in, in a good space, I'm, I'm pretty confident I'm going to get through it. I'm, I'm, I'm handling my own stuff, so I'm okay. Mm. If I had to paint and reflect what I was feeling at that time, uh, it, would be, it would be okay. But when I see mm. the little kids coming through and when I see these elderly people coming through and I see these people that mm. are in, in a much worse situation than I am and I can see that this thing called cancer is ravaging people, um, mm. I could tap into that and paint mm. that, which isn't necessarily... What I might be feeling, but I, I can, I, it resonates with me. I mm. identify it uh, you know, on a level with it. And so I can then express it. Uh, is that something similar?
0: Yeah. It's, it's, it's something similar. Like some of the works is more based on, you know, personal experiences, but obviously works have to evolve with time. You know, you For start sure. also referencing what other people experience in their day to day, you know, lives.
1: For sure. Okay, and then something else I want to ask you, and that is what role do the critics play in what you do? So I know that your work, I've been following you for a long time because I do your work, and I've seen that there have been shifts and your work has... Grown. In fact, I even messaged you the other day and I said, I've been amazed at how you have grown and the art has mm. grown. Uh, and yeah. it's all been amazing, but it's grown and it's gone through different ways. How much of that mm. is outside influence and feedback that you're getting and thinking, okay, well, the feedback mm. is like this a bit. I must do more of that. Or do you try and stick mm. to your authentic journey?
0: So, you know, in terms of creation, right, it's more about you being yourself and creating what you believe in, basically. But at the same time, you know, outside critics, I think they play a big role in one's earlier career, you know. But once you start understanding what you're doing and, you know, you have cemented your name and you've got a a specific type of group of followers and, you know, people really admire and understand the backstory of your art and understand the growth and understand the process, I think, you know, the focus will be more on the creation part because you want to challenge the mind you know, of the audience. And also you wanna go all out and create the best version of great joy. you know, best version of the artist which you wanna be because you can never be satisfied with what you have created before. You wanna improve as time goes on.
1: For sure. Yeah, I absolutely love that answer um, for many reasons. Yeah. Number one, <laughs> because, and I was hoping that was probably gonna come back. For many people, mm. when we chase focus, when we chase it and and, and we chase purpose, we, we, we kind of wait for feedback. And okay, if people aren't aligned with mm. my sense of authentic purpose, well, then maybe I'm on the wrong track. And then maybe I mm. need to sort of flip flop all over the place until I find that people are gathering around my sense of purpose, but then yeah. it's not your purpose. And I think the hard part, and especially as an artist, I would imagine, is that you're authentic, you're painting what you feel inside, what you see in the world yeah. around you. And it didn't come overnight where there were hundreds of thousands of people who who were like Mm -hmm. wow we dig your work it it must Mm -hmm. have been really slow but yet you stick Mm -hmm. to you stick to what feels it's part of your purpose right you have to
0: trust the process
1: right Mm -hmm. and 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 so how long did that take you when was your first sort of break your big thing
0: like four years ago four years ago i started gaining traction i started getting the right right people you know people starting to collect my art you know there's few celebrities international celebrities you know, um, few wow. dealers, I started working with, you know, prominent people in the art world, you know, so I, that, that has helped me so much, you know, over the course, because sometimes I think what the big problem which artists face most of the time is the inferiority complex, right? So once your financials are not right and you're frustrated, obviously if your, your financials are not right, your social life won't be right. <laughs> mm, sure. So now once you have that done, You know, once you get that sorted, basically you become, you know, the best version of yourself. Start creating the best work, you know, start using the best medium, buying the best paints in town. The
1: best paints? (laughs) Yeah,
0: the best paints in town. So, you know, your work also improves, you know, aesthetically, you know, because you are using quality. So that's why also collectors play a big role in terms of motivating and ensuring that the artist grows over time because the work Mm. gets better and you start, you know, getting better traction, you know, even in social media because they can see that the equipment which you're using, you know, is improved, right? Get the sure.
1: best camera in town. <laughs> yeah, so so you you are good. You're really good on social media. You <laughs> and you're good at also, and you you're very good at drawing us in. Mm. So we feel like we're part of the creation of yeah. some of your works. Yeah. I, I love it when you do that, and I also like some of the time lapse things that you've been doing lately, where we get to see you like all over so fast. You know, mm. The whole thing, um, it's great because I, honestly, I, I get to feel like I'm experiencing you doing this, mm. and that's great. So so hats off to you. You're very good at that, and thank you. Um, and the quality of what you put out there. No, it's great. It's mm. great. I love following you. So let's stop there for a second and tell everybody who's watching this and listening where they can follow you.
0: Oh, so they can follow me on, on Instagram. I'm big on Instagram. It's ngreatjoy1. One. That's my handle. ngreatjoy1.
1: Okay, fantastic. And they can come and join you there.
0: Yeah, on Facebook they can follow Over Art, but they can just follow Instagram. I think Instagram is enough.
1: It's your thing. Perfect. <laughs> we'll, we'll definitely put the links below and you can find it there. So mm. um, the next thing I want to ask you is the book that, that I, I, I only realized that when I went, I hadn't even realized that you wrote a book. I, I saw that this morning. I was doing some homework and I didn't know that. So it's called The Path to Great Joy, right? But the yeah. Path to Great Joy. I, I love that. And here's mm. the series, which is The Path to Purpose. And I think The Path to Great Joy and The Path to Purpose for you are one and mm. the same thing, right?
0: Absolutely. I agree with you.
1: So tell me about that book.
0: So, um, I collaborated with an author. So he's a local author. So we collaborated on a, on this book, The Part to Great Joy, uh, for my, uh, debut exhibition, first exhibition. Uh, so the whole exhibition was titled The Path to Great Joy. So it was a, you know, a body of work, which was more inspirational and motivational because also, the exhibition itself, which it was a success, you know, we 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 had so many collectors, and we made great sales, and also we managed to motivate, you know, so many young people to understand the art business and understand how this whole art thing works. Because sometimes, especially, you know, people in the townships, you know, they they are looking for that spark, you know, they are looking for for that motivation, because there are so many people absorbed into the wrong things, you know, especially young people. You know, alcohol abuse, you know, so substance abuse, there's a lot of things going on. And those guys are you know, serious talent. Some of them, they even do mugging in town and stuff. So, but now the thing is, it it takes inspiration, it takes motivation, it takes someone to look up to. So also that was also something which we're emphasizing in that book, you know, and also uh, gender-based, you know, gender-based violence, you know, which we're emphasizing in that book.
1: Fantastic, and yeah. and the book is still available, right? I think I saw it on Amazon. Is it available? In, yeah,
0: yeah, the book is still available and
1: in South Africa.
0: Yeah, it is available. So it's more of like a, a collectible. book. Yes. So it's an art book. Yeah. So it's it's it's, it's a, a copy table it's, book it's different from you know uh, generic books out there. So yeah. it's an art book, you know, with a bit of paintings and stuff. So it's 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 more interesting.
1: Fantastic. Well, I'd love to get a way. copy, so I'm going to hunt yeah. one, I'm going to hunt one down. <laughs> And then I'm going to come and find you so that you can write in it for me.
0: No, you you will get your copy. I, I have yours. I you will get your
1: copy. <laughs> then I'm gonna, yeah. then I'll, <laughs> I'll swap you. I'll swap you mine for yours. There we go.
0: That would be great. Sunny. That would be great. Yeah.
1: Stunning, we'll do that. So, so let's go back now. What you said is really pertinent and very important. So there are a lot of people out there mm. who have this talent. They've got this thing. They've got this some kind of purpose, but they just don't know because mm. they're stuck where they are right now. They're stuck in a bad circle of friends. They're stuck where they've got no money. They're stuck where they can't pay mm. for paintbrushes or whatever it is. Mm. I can't get out there. Surely you Mm. had those moments. Were there moments where you were doing a side hustle or you were doing something else to try and float your boat and make sure that you could put food on the table?
0: Uh, I can't remember. No, I didn't. You didn't? Not even once. Like honestly, amazing. I remember um, my first days in South Africa, there are days where I would almost go homeless. Uh, Yes, I would almost go homeless. Yeah. There are moments where I was sleep hungry, like for wow. real, cause I have to figure out stuff, you know. And I was super young by that time, right? I was like, I was like, what? Twenty wow. one? I was twenty one. Yeah, I was twenty one. So you can imagine, you know. So as a, as a young boy, cause I couldn't even say at home that I've got problem X Y Z because I didn't want to go back. <laughs> <laughs> so and I also didn't want to seem like a failure. Because they were discouraging me, you know, to exactly. to, to, to do art, you know, yeah. to execute art. So now, to now, to to tell my family that you no, know, I'm failing, this is not working out, or I want help, you know, that would be weird. So I didn't want, you know, that drama. So yeah. I would just keep quiet and figure out stuff alone. But also, I didn't also want to 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 find a sidekick because that will. You know, that will hijack me from doing art. For sure. So I didn't want to do that.
1: Yeah, oh, that's admirable. And again, as you said, and you used those words earlier, that's the power of purpose. When you want something so yeah. badly, um, you you will do anything you possibly can to get it. And here's the other thing is that a lot of people along this path to purpose start to focus on the obstacles, which is the wrong thing. When you focus on the obstacles, mm. you become about the obstacles and you can't see what's on the Absolutely. other side of that. Um, and I think yes. what, what comes out of this for me is that that's not what you did. You knew exactly where you wanted to go, and you were so focused on yeah. that finish line that anything that was in your way. I wanted
0: to change my life. I wanted to change my life 100%. Wow,
1: that's a that's a very degrees.
0: <laughs> that, that's a
1: very very big and admirable uh, uh, path to purpose. Mm. that. Okay, so so now yeah. there's something really exciting happening in your life, and it's brewing right now. Um, it's the uh, two th- very big things that are coming up quite soon. It's your f- your two first. What? Tell us about that.
0: Okay, cool. So I've got I've got a show coming up next year in Italy, in Florence. It's a solo show, right? Wow. Uh, and also we're gonna collaborate with UNICEF. I'm gonna do a fundraising with UNICEF in Florence. So we're gonna do like two events, you know, uh, next year. And also I've got another show in in LA, which we're working on. So, you know, I believe they're going to be great shows because, uh, the people which I'm working with are really passionate about what I do and they are passionate about, you know, the collectors, you know, out there. So I, I think we're going to, you know, uh, have a great show because the most important thing is about quality. You know, quality is very important for the art audience. So if we create quality, quality in content, quality in, in, in representation and quality, in In aesthetics, I I believe that we're gonna, you know, have a great show, and I'm so looking forward to it.
1: Of congratulations! I mean, those are those are your first (laughs) two solo shows overseas, right?
0: Yeah, because I've I've done like uh, a few group exhibitions, you know, over the years. So now this is gonna be like, you know, my debut solo show. Great joy now. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is so amazing. Yeah. No, respect to you, brother. That's really, really amazing. wish you well. And how many pieces do Thank you have you. to prepare for each? I mean, you're painting furiously.
0: So, I'll also uh, introduce sculptures, right? I'll also introduce sculptures because that's also something which I've been working on on, on the slide. So, I'll introduce a few uh, figurative sculptures. That's also something which I want to introduce to the market. Okay. Uh, because I've been known as a painter you know so now you know i think sculpting will give a different perspective you know to my art a different edge yeah a different edge to my art so because you know it's go you know as an artist you have to keep on stepping up you know stepping up in your own game
1: out of your comfort zone
0: yeah absolutely right. absolutely you know yeah. create stuff which is edgy and interesting and i believe also my sculptures will be unique and yeah let's see how it goes but i'm so excited about this whole journey because you know, I still, you know, remind myself every day from my initial stages when I was, when I said, I want to be an artist. I, I want to be a great artist, a good artist. I don't want to be just a follower or a mediocre artist. I want to uplift people's lives. I want to, you know, create uh, outreach programs and affiliate myself with great organization, you know, which aim for the better out there. That's me, right? So I. Yeah. I I want to experience every bit of it. So, I need to just keep on Fantastic. working and improving
1: my work. I think what you're doing more than anything else is that you are spreading great joy, wherever that is. So, um, I know <coughs> the SOS, Children's Village, Operation Smile, those are amazing things yeah. to be involved in. And that's part of purpose, is that we give a yeah. damn, that we give a damn about something that is greater than ourselves.
0: And I always say it, it's part of growth, you know, it's part of uh, the human growth, because uh, like last year, we, we had, um, a mission, uh, in Pomalanga and Witbank, So I had to meet some of the patients, you know, affected the cleft pilots, born not cleft pilots. So, mm. you know, some of the stories which you, you know, which you get to listen to when you start having conversations with the guy are so painful, you know, so. Yeah. Whenever you're seeing certain stuff on social media, you just browse through, like, ah, no, it's fine. No, it's just, you know, it's the world. But now we start engaging with uh, patients and the ones which are affected. You start realizing, actually, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate, you know, I'm fortunate to be, yeah. you know, to be who I am and, you know, to look like this because it is not their choice, right? They're born with it, right. you know, it's, For sure. so yeah you you grow as a human being you grow as a human being it, it just puts your ego and and you know your self esteem aside to start you know focusing on the real things and this is you know this is um an experience which i you know which I had to deal with when i was in with with Bangladesh, last year so yeah yeah so I also like you know affiliating myself with such organizations because I also believe they are part of my growth
1: right I really love that. And it's so true. When we, when we give, we get back. We don't, you know, that's not why we're doing it, but it happens. And we do grow. And we, mm. we see things from a different perspective. Mm. And I would imagine that when, when you have, have had an opportunity to, again, look at something different and experience it and feel growth, you're going to reflect that in your work. That, that's just a given, right? Absolutely. For sure. I've got a bone to pick with you. Um, you've been keeping this sculpture thing secret. I've seen nothing anywhere about sculptures.
0: No. No, because I want to polish it up, ah. I, want, I, want to, I want to introduce something which is glass. I want to introduce glass, I don't want to introduce mediocrity. Fantastic. I'm so… <laughs> so I'm polishing it up. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, so
1: so excited. Do you, do you know there's one thing that, that I'm kicking myself for here, that I didn't um, come across your path when, when your works were still, like, inexpensive and I could afford them. You <laughs> know, mm. it's like there now, and I'm going to have to up my game so that I can afford your game. And that's great. Mm. That's so cool. just love seeing success like that in people who are so purpose-driven. I've got two more questions yeah. for you. And, okay. and the one, I'm keen to see how you're going to answer this. So, so say one day, great joy is not here any longer, right? And you have left a lot of joy on this planet and you have touched lives, you've yeah. changed lives, you've made a very real difference. Yeah. But if yeah. you project yourself to then and you look back, what is the one thing that you most desire to be celebrated for the one thing that you most want people so for now all the future to look back and say that is what great joy was all about what would that be
0: to fight hunger and create generational wealth
1: to fight hunger and create generational wealth that's big
0: mm. so how why am i saying this so you know emphasizing on skills enrichment this is how we create generational wealth
1: wow Do you see a school, an art school with your name on it or teaching studio or something like that with your name in it? Or is it not just art? It could be anything.
0: I just want to interlink and intertwine all aspects of creativity and involve other people who are specialists in what they do. So we can inspire a lot of people, not just
1: artists. Yeah. I'm going to be watching this journey with joy. I know, with great joy. (laughs) We're
0: (laughs) going to fight. We're going to fight for it. (laughs) (laughs) For
1: sure, for sure. So the last question I want to ask you. And um, so so you've given us a lot of value. Um, You really have. And I think you've added some very powerful insight into this thing called purpose and the path to purpose. Yeah. But if I had to ask you for advice that you could give the people that haven't quite... Got it yet. They haven't found it yet. Whether they're young with the old, they're floundering. What would that be?
0: Consistency. I'll say number one, it's consistency. Number two, it's perseverance. Number three is hard work. Number four, perspective of self. That's a good one. Yeah. Perspective of self. Don't just say because you fall under this group. This is true. No. It's about determination, perspective of self. So I think, I think those are the words which I can mention. Then it just clones other words and it grows yeah. into this big, uh, inspiring human being. This is how I see it.
1: I see you as a big, inspiring human being. <laughs> I really, I do. I really, really do. And, um, <laughs> you have touched so many lives. You're going to touch so many more. So please, if you, if you're not like me and you, you are like a floundering, um, speaker um, and you can afford that art you go and support great joy do you do do you also do one more thing do you do commissions do you do commissions as well or not really because that's not legs, you no
0: because of pressure because i'm trying to you know go with the demand and you know push push works because sometimes you know i got over i get overwhelmed with you know with pressure so yeah Not no, of late I haven't been taking commissions.
1: Okay, and then and then just leading off on that. So, if people who follow you go and find you on Instagram, um, how much of the work that you post up on Instagram is actually available for sale? Uh,
0: Most of them is sold.
1: Most of them are sold. I I don't. Yeah. (laughs) Is there anything that isn't sold?
0: Uh, ah, yeah, um, yeah, in the studio, yes. Okay. You know, so I always take art science. So you get to experiment and experiment and experiment. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah.
1: fantastic. So I'm going to suggest to anybody, get onto yeah. the waiting list. That's what I'm going to say. Um Great joy! It has been an absolute joy for me to have you in the studio today.
0: Thank you so much, Richard. You are a big inspiration. I told you before, you are a big inspiration. Thank you. Uh, I've I've been seeing your posts on Facebook. You know, it's amazing how you touch so many people's lives. Your also engagement with you know with people is amazing. You know, and yeah, we wish we can have more Richards out there. Who inspire the world and enlighten people because there are so many people on the dark side of life, they, they just need, you know, a spark, they just need, you know, someone or people who can just, you know, advocate for positivity and I believe that you are one of the people out there who's doing that in a great way and yeah, sure. you have to keep on doing that because it is inspiring. Your story is inspiring.
1: That was totally unexpected and thank you. I've got, I've got ah, a lot of goosebumps. True. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you so we're going to meet soon we're going to have coffee we're going to swap books absolutely Um, but i'm really seriously excited about watching your trajectory and seeing you just go and go and go and go absolute amazing respect for you brother thank you so much for your time thank you cool cheers bye cheers thank you for staying right to the end of the episode and for joining me on the enrichment project before you go Please share this episode with your friends and your colleagues. They will thank you, I'm sure. Remember that you can catch each Path to Purpose episode by watching on YouTube or, if you prefer, on your favorite podcast app. The link to my book, The Power of Purpose, is in the show notes. Please go and check it out. It's a rad account of my own story of purpose and resilience and my fight against brain cancer. I finished six full Ironman events A number of multi-stage mountain bike races, nine Ironman 70.3 races, including the Ironman World Championships and a bunch of other endurance events, all with stage 4 brain cancer because I wanted it that badly and getting to the finish line meant that much to me. As a professional inspirational speaker, business and life coach, author and storyteller, I'd love to add more value to you or your organization. Please find more details on my website, IamRichardWright.com, and book me today for a live or virtual keynote, a masterclass, workshop, or coaching session, or please follow my journey on Facebook, IamRichardWright, Twitter, TheWrightRich, Instagram, IamRichardWright, or on LinkedIn. I'd love the opportunity to enrich your team. Thank you to the professional crew at Solid Gold Podcasts for the support, the talent and the mad skills. And to Anna Hick for her creativity and genius video magic. Thank you. You all rock.